Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bill Reese Teach Podcast. I am your host, Miss Shanina. I'm so excited to talk with you all today. As you all know, we've been focused on this teacher learning series. So in the month of March, we focused on the teacher superpowers. We really talked about seven superpowers that would increase academic achievement in the classroom. Then we went to last, actually this month, we focused on this whole idea of no work again, ways to support our students to turn in the work. We know that students are really stressed out as well as teachers. And so in that hour session, we really focus on some strategies of how to motivate, increase, um, increase that, you know, that internal potential that we know students have in order to get them fired up about who they are, number one, about what you want them to do, number two, and three, creating that roadmap so that they can get that work done and turned in. Both of those sessions are on the YouTube channel, Bill Reese Teach. Um, so you can go on and look at those and share those, but those are two powerful sessions we just finished. So please go on and, and check those out. I hope they are helpful to you about what skills and potential you have as a teacher and the superpowers you possess, and then what ways can we motivate our students to get that work turned in? Because we know that trimesters and quarters are coming to an end. All right, so for session number three, just to check in with you all, will be May 15th, and we will be focusing on teacher and parent relationships. We know when teachers and parents work together, we can get a successful student. So in that session, we will be creating a parent involvement toolkit where you are going to come up with, um, you'll walk away with some tools on how to get your parents involved, even in the midst of this pandemic and even on virtual remote learning, there seems to be um, some parents that are just completely detached, like emotionally um, not there on some levels. And I know it's because they're trying to survive life. Uh, but how do we get parents involved in the right ways? And how do we motivate our parents um, to really collaborate with our teachers in order to make sure that student's successful? So that will be May 15 at 10 o'clock. It will be live broadcast on my YouTube page and Facebook page. So I had to get on here and just kind of just talk with you all about the teacher success um, learning um, tools that we're getting because we're all about moving forward with getting our teachers the tools they need. Now, listen, y'all, we got about seven weeks left, most school district. Most people will be out the second week of June. Some people may be out that last week. But listen, we on the home stretch. And I just want to talk to you um, just for a moment, just me and you on this podcast about emotional fatigue. If you're not there, you on your way there. <laughs> uh, right now, during this time, even if we were in the school building, if you pick up on the energy many teachers and students and parents, we start to unravel. Some people call it spring fever. I'm just going to say it's fatigue, mental fatigue. And I think between the pandemic, the um, culture, the race culture, from the academic culture to the what's going on in our country, the government culture, economics, all these things have been bombarded at us. And then you throw on top of that remote learning and virtual, um, all these different expectations. And then being on the screen anywhere from three to six hours a day, sitting in isolation many times, learning from a screen. And then some kids are getting rotating schedules. 
we are all mentally fatigued. And so when you have this um, fatigue, you feeling, here's some of the symptoms we're going to talk about for a minute. You feel tired. You feel irritable. You feel overwhelmed, like you can't complete a task and have a hard time staying focused and on task. You see yourself, like your body energy, just like it feels like it's just draining out of you. And so in those moments, those are the symptoms of mental fatigue. You're, some of you may have headaches. You may be um, just tired and you just feel weak, like your body just just feel like, and you may have gotten enough sleep. You actually may have had um, enough energy through food and water, but still your body just feels, yeah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Meaning it's just like mesh. You like don't know what's going on with you. I want to introduce to you that's mental fatigue. And mental fatigue is something that many of us are not aware of, but it happens really uh, quite a bit um, in academics uh, with teachers and students. And it's a feeling that your brain can't function. It, it seems like brain fog almost. And it's hard for you to concentrate even on the smallest tasks. Okay, so y'all feeling me? You know what this brain, this brain fog is, this mental fatigue is. And so when we're in mental fatigue, a lot of times we're making mistakes. A lot of times um, we can get overwhelmed and that can be that can be added on if we're not good with sleeping, if we don't manage our stress, if we're not eating well, if we have like emotional issues as it relates to home or family or friends, um, all of that on top of not taking care of our bodies can really cause a serious mental fatigue in our bodies. Um, so what do you do about it, y'all? How do we get that under control? Because stress is real. And if you have anxiety and you have some issues with procrastination and you have other things that you're doing, the nature of our physical and mental exhaustion just adds up. We are human beings. And again, we're living in a very um, difficult time with crisis mode, crisis, crisis, crisis mode, because this pandemic, the COVID-19 has pretty like pretty much like quarantined us, got us on edge, whether or not who has it, who doesn't have it. And so how do you stop this mental fatigue? I'm going to give you seven strategies I need you to work on. And I'm working on it too, y'all. We all working on it together. So let's really think about how can we focus and how can we stop this mental fatigue? Because we want to catch it before it gets out of control, especially with our students. Our students suffer with this. Our parents are suffering from this. And definitely our teachers and our educators, administrators, building leaders, we're under a lot of mental fatigue. And so how do you prevent it? How do you come back? Number one, I just want to get right into it. And it's one of those things where um, I will put on my website the, re the resources and the references where I got this from. But we want to stop for a moment and find ways, just find ways to like, you know, yield to activities that take a lot of mental energy. So social media breaks are important. Take a break from social media. Take a break from emailing. Take a break from on the phone, searching and scrolling all the time, Instagram, take a break because that takes up a lot of mental health um, brain cells, okay? <laughs> um, you have to fill your mind and body with other things. And so stop low, low yield activities, things that take a lot of our energy, which is um, social media, reading all those emails. And I know that's hard because we are connected to our devices, but that takes a lot of 
cells in our brain and it's draining it when we're doing that over and over, it doesn't really help us, you know, step back, take a deep breath and refocus. So number one, we're going to stop strolling on all these social media platforms and going through all these emails. We're going to take a break and be intentional about what we do with that. So maybe a couple hours in the day during the be in the beginning, you're doing it because you're at work, maybe midday you check in. And by the end of the day, a certain time you say, nope, I'm not going to do it because it will cause mental exhaustion. I think sometimes when we're scrolling through our phone, we're thinking, oh, we just chilling, we're relaxing. But really it's taking um, more than what we think is relates to our brain cells. Okay. Number two, try to focus at will. And this is so important to how there, there may be some focus games you can play um, that can help you focus and be fun and interactive. Um, but there is a lot of science behind playing concentrational games like crossword puzzles or uh, word cross things that you can do, fill in the blank or computer games um, as it relates to, I would definitely say crossword puzzles and things that, that kind of help you focus and it helps you use a different part of your brain. So try focus activities, play board games, checkers, um, scramble, those kind of games really help a different part of your brain and actually renew you. Okay. Um, definitely get enough sleep. You have to get enough sleep. You should be getting eight to 10 hours a day. Sleep, sleep, sleep. We need sleep. Okay. And I know that's hard. Trust me. I know that is hard because you know, we all trying to do stuff. And sometimes it seems like at home, we don't get as much sleep, but how we improve our mental health awareness is making sure that we take care of ourselves. Eating healthy is a big piece. Eating healthy. We have to eat healthy. We have to um, eat the right foods and drink enough water and trying to overcome that is going to be very, very important. All right. So I think we've done four so far. Um, meditation, y'all meditation, give yourself time to relax. Sometimes just take five to 10 minutes a day and do nothing. Sit there, relax, take deep breaths, take deep breaths, take deep breaths. I'm telling you, you have to just don't feel guilty about walking away from something. Go do something you enjoy. Take the time to relax. Okay. Finally, be realistic about how much you can actually get done. Sometimes we overwhelm ourselves with mental fatigue because we throw on all this stuff on our to-do list. You need to be very mindful about what is what you actually can get done. I mean, you have 24 hours in a day and you only can get so much done. So we just need to be mindful about what we can do. Um, sometimes we overwhelm our mental capacity because I'm going to be honest with y'all. We just do too much. We doing laundry. We talking to the kids. We doing housework. We doing work on our computers. We working on aspirations. And listen, I know I'm a busybody too. So you're not the only one maybe struggling from struggling from this. You're pulling things for your class. Sometimes when we're bored, we think we got to do more. And really what you need is rest um, and refocus. So be realistic about how much you can get done. Give yourself permission to relax, sleep accordingly eat healthy drink lots of water okay listen reduce the sensory input like we said that social media and i know tv sometimes you gotta turn the tv off <laughs> and reduce your stress your stress by stop strolling those emails and facebook accounts and social media and finally we have to do mental activities focus activities like crossword puzzles and um, games that will engage different parts and sensors of our brain okay so i hope these tips are helpful 
Um, you have to give yourself permission to relax and mean it. Just don't say it, but mean it. And it's something you have to practice. I know it's something I have to practice because this mental fatigue that's going on right now, the exhaustion that you feel is real. You're not making it up. And so when you think about everything you have in your life, I want you to just take a moment, take a deep breath, and just think about how blessed you are and how fortunate you are. And people often complain about there's not enough time, but sometimes they don't realize you you exhaust yourself because you're trying to do everything all at one time. And so in order for you to recharge yourself mentally, you have to be very intentional about what you commit your energy to. Um, and so this is hard for me. I'm working on it too. But if you want to move past your mental fatigue, exhaustion, do those tips I talked about, okay? Take care of you. And I know a lot of people say self-care, self-care, but we have to be intentional about how and what we're putting in our circle, our mind, our body, our heart, because if we don't, it will suck us. And next thing we know, we're exhausted. Um, and just being around people alone and helping in the, in the teaching field and the education field, being a parent can be exhausting because everybody's pulling at you. They need you, right? They need a piece of you. So, Think about those things. Let's get through these last couple of weeks together as we try to overcome that mental exhaustion. And let's um, refocus, y'all. Let's rethink this thing. And I hope that you would join the teacher sessions. Uh, again, it's on YouTube, so you definitely can catch the videos later if you're not able to join us. But we will have one again in May, May 15th. And that will be something that will focus on parent involvement. All right, y'all, I had to get on here, even if it was for 15 to 20 minutes to tell you one, you are loved. Two, you matter. Three, thank you, thank you, thank you. Next week is Teacher Appreciation Week for the month of May, for at least the first week of May. Just a shout out to all my teachers and everything you're doing. And, and even in the middle of a pandemic, we appreciate you and continue to keep up the work that you're doing because it matter and you are making a difference. Thank you for joining the Bill Reese Teach podcast. Until next time, I'll see you soon and take care of yourself and make sure that you know that your students know that you matter. And we thank you for everything you're doing. Bye, y'all. I want to thank you for joining me today. Please, again, go to BillReachTeach.com for more information. Listen, we're on this journey together. Together we'll grow. Together we'll heal. Together we'll stand. Until next time, take care of you and those around you.